0: There was a time when even some Christians did not celebrate Christmas. Some folks today ignore Christ completely on December 25th, replacing Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays. The true spirit of the season is in sharing and giving. December 25th is a special day. Here is Pastor John Carter to help us learn more about how shall we keep Christmas. The Puritans were America's founding fathers. Why did they oppose Christmas?
1: Welcome back. Part two. How shall we keep Christmas if we're going to keep it at all? And a very special welcome to you, my friend, and to Wayne, the host of this program. Well, let me give you a little little scenario about these people who founded America. The people who arrived on board the Mayflower were devout Christians and they were very, very zealous Protestants. They were totally opposed to the Roman Catholic Church that had been persecuting people for many, many years in Europe. Now, they had been driven out of England. They'd gone over to Holland where they'd found some religious liberty. But they were Puritans. They believed that the Church of England was not pure enough and was holding on to some of the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. They were persecuted by the Church of England, as well as the Catholic Church. Thus they fled to the New World where they could breathe free. Uh, They came for two reasons. They came so they could have a better standard of living and a better life, so they could be free from the, the grinding poverty because when they were living in Holland, uh, things were very, very difficult for them. And they came to worship. They came to a place where they could be free to worship God. So America was built upon the great Protestant principle of the separation of church and state and the freedom to worship God. And they saw Christmas as Christ's mass and totally pagan. And thus in New England, this wonderful part of the United States of America, Christmas was banned for 200 years.
0: Were the Puritans religious fanatics? No, the Puritans were not
1: religious fanatics. They were very, very devout Christians. They were made of the right stuff, but they didn't want to follow the, the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. They believed in keeping only one day, and that was the Lord's Day. They believed in the keeping of the Holy Sabbath. Now, they may have got it wrong. They got a lot of things wrong, but they believed in the principle of sola Christus, only Christ, and only Scripture. And because they believed that Christmas was a pagan invention carried on by the Church of Rome, they made a decision, we will not celebrate Christmas as a holy day.
0: So should we keep celebrating Christmas?
1: Christmas is not a holy day. I don't believe in the keeping of Christmas as a holy day. I believe there's only one day that is holy, and that is the Sabbath day. I believe in the keeping of the Lord's day. I say it again. I don't keep Christmas as a holy day.
0: How should we spend Christmas?
1: I have a little confession to make to you. I love the Puritans, but I don't share in all the convictions of the Puritans. You see, I believe we should remember Christ's birthday every day. Hey, think about it. The greatest event in the history of the world, the greatest event in the history of the universe, Almighty God, the Great Creator, actually becomes a human being. I think we should remember his birthday every day, including december twenty five This, of course, is the time when the whole world remembers the birthday of Jesus. I believe that this is a marvelous opportunity when we when we can share the love of God and the truth about the coming of God to this world, I believe this is a wonderful opportunity and we can share it on December 25. Let me read you a text out of the New Testament, Luke chapter 2 and verses 10 and onwards. This is a wonderful passage. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, these sign to you. You'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising god for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them i ask again the question who is this little boy born in a shed at the back of at the back of the inn at the back of we'd say in america at motel 6 who is this little boy with companions of of sheep, coat, and goats, and cattle. Who is this little boy? This little boy was the Son of God, the Great I Am.
0: What was your happiest Christmas? Well, I'm
1: talking now on behalf of Beverly and myself. I guess our happiest Christmas is, well, I don't have to think too hard about this one, our happiest. Driving from Los Angeles up to San Francisco. We did this for 30 years, maybe more than 30 years. Some years we went twice, especially when the grandchildren were born, we had to be there for those events. And just a few days before Christmas, we would pack our SUV to the very top. We would get lots and lots of gifts for the grandchildren and our children and our loved ones. You say, do you believe in giving gifts? Absolutely. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And so we'd pack our car or all the SUV, whatever we had at the time, and we drive up to San Francisco. Now, San Francisco is great at Christmas time. It is cold. San Francisco is cold even in summer. <laughs> Mark Twain said the coldest winter he'd ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. So imagine what the, the winters are like. But we would have a fire going, blazing away. And we would have good food. And we would have fun. And we would have love, and we would give gifts to our children and our grandchildren, and we would feel the presence of Jesus, who said, It is more blessed to give than to receive.
0: What do you think of Christmas trees? Well, as you know,
1: we had in our church a modern-day prophet. And when she was asked the question, what about a Christmas tree? Is it against your religion? She said, it's not against mine. And so Beverly and her team in our great church in Los Angeles, year after year, would organise the putting in of this tremendous Christmas tree. Dennis and Eunice Fletcher where the people who would work and they'd make it look so beautiful and we would put gifts on that tree for little children suffering from cancer. Yes, I believe in that sort of Christmas tree. Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. And so we're inviting you to bring teddy bears. And if you send the teddy bears to us, we will take them in Los Angeles to little children suffering from cancer. And we will tell them this this is a gift to you from Jesus.
0: What message should Christians share?
1: What message do you think Christians ought to share at Christmas time? That God loves you that God cares for you, that we care for you, God understands you and he loves you so much that his son came into the world to die for you. I think we should talk about his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, his coming again. I think we should use Christmas to share the good news that everyone is important, that God came to us as a baby 2,000 years ago, that there are some things that are not worth fighting over. You know, Christians, many Christians have got a name for fighting over stuff. We need to have a name for bringing people together and loving people and giving good things. Years and years ago, when I first went to Russia, now the second time I went to Russia, it was Christmas time in Russia. It was cold. I was in Nizhny Novgorod, never been so cold. Dr. Graham Bradford came with me. The Russian people were almost starving because communism had collapsed. All the shops were closed. I was out walking on the street one day and I came upon a truck and the truck was filled up with fish. Tons of fish and people were standing around the truck wanting to get some fish. They had no money. The Spirit of God spoke to me. God said, buy the whole lot, give it away. (laughs) I had the privilege of buying the whole lot, tons of fish, and I stood up there with my translator and I said, we give this to you as a gift in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. That's what Christmas is about. When I preached in this little church that had been persecuted, when the people had been thrown into prison, that was so so poor. It was so cold. I said today, we're not going to take up an offering And I had gone to the bank. I'd gone into this bank. Here's a foreigner coming to this city for the first time. Never seen a foreigner before. I brought out hundreds and hundreds of U.S. dollars. I said, I want rubles. The leaders of the bank came out. They stood around. They said, what are you doing? Through the translator, I said, I want rubles. So they gave me (laughs) almost a truckload of rubles. When we went to church that Sabbath, instead of taking up an offering, the people were poor. They were cold. They were poorly dressed. We said to them, and Graham Bradford was there with me. He was weeping at the sight, this man of God. We said, as the offering basket is passed out, we don't want you to put anything in today. We want you to take what you need. Take what you need. And the people reached out their shivering hands and they took rubles so they could have joy and happiness. And we did it in the name of Christ. That's what we should do at Christmas time. That's what we should do every day. We should love people. We should bring people together and we should say, we do this in the name of Christ who was born 2,000 years ago, God became a man. And he became a man because you are worth saving, because he loves you. This is the message we preach at Christmas and every other day.
0: Pastor Carter, what message do you have for us this Christmas?
1: What message do I have to you at this Christmas time? Well, it's been a tough year, hasn't it? COVID. We've been stuck in Australia. We've been unable to get out because they seal the borders. We've been unable to go up to San Francisco where our family is. David, Beverly and I have stayed here. And we have continued to work on because we believe in Christ. But what is the message we'd like to share with you? This is a message from Beverly. This is a message from David. This is a message from the Carter Report team. Remember Jesus, God's gift to us. Love your families. Hold them close. We don't know how much time we've got. Life is short. Death comes when we expect it least. Love your families. Put aside disagreements. Hold your families close. Love your children. Show love. Be forgiving. Be big hearted. Don't be niggly. Don't argue over things that are not worth a hill of beans or a brass razzoo. Be big in your heart. Be big in your soul. As God is, be kind, be generous. Be forgiving. Let the past with its failures be forgotten. Remember the Prince of Peace, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let his love fill you at this time. Seek to bless someone who is struggling to keep going. Think of others. Think of the little children with cancer. Yes. If you send the teddy bears to our address in California or in Australia... We will take those teddy bears to a hospital where there are children and we will give these teddy bears in the name of Christ. You see, Christmas is not all against, it's not all about the best sale, the best best thing, the best deal that I can do. It's not all about feasting and drinking. It's not all about that. It's about giving and loving and sharing. And so I I say again to you the text. I've said it several times today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word, the Logos, became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And if you can, watch Handel's Messiah. I just love it so much I used to sing in it at Avondale College year after year. I don't think I contributed much except a few discordant notes. But watch it again. Watch especially, listen to the Hallelujah Chorus. King of kings, Lord of lords, forever and ever. And then listen to the great chorus. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, remember him who said, it is more blessed to give then to receive, and so from us in our house here in Australia, so far from our loved ones, but feeling the presence of God, from our team in America, our team in Australia, from all of us, we say, may this be a blessed, happy time for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace this day and for evermore. In Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Many people, no matter what their age, still have their first teddy bear. It's hard to let them go. Their stitches might be loose, the stuffing flat, one ear a little lopsided, but they were always there for us. Imagine giving a child their very first teddy bear, especially when they are sick and lonely. They will always remember that someone they didn't even know cared enough to bring them a new friend when they needed it most. Will you help the Carter Report bring cheer to these children? You can mail a bear or send a donation and we will buy the bears for you. Please send your bears or a donation to the address on the screen. For COVID protection, please send the bears in their original packaging. Thank you for your kindness in giving cheer and comfort to children in need. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. John Carter reports, We have seen God's power as the gospel of Christ has been proclaimed in Africa, India, Russia, Ukraine, Cuba, El Salvador, and many other places. We invite you to partner with us in proclaiming Jesus Christ.
1: God be the glory. Great things he has done.
0: Write today to the Carter Report, P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. That's the Carter Report, P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. In Australia, write to The Carter Report, P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. That's The Carter Report, P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. Thank you for your generous support. We look forward to hearing from you soon. May God richly bless you.